they come down here, they sashay down here, they walk over there, they get all of the stuff, they go through the little orientation, shake the hand, and some of them people, you never see them again. We, we go through the actions of commitment, but we're not really committed, we're not really connected, we're not really joined, because we have no understanding, check this, of our responsibility to any relationship. Write this down, you cannot have relationship without reciprocity. To be connected, to be focused, to be committed. That is something we don't see anymore. Oh, we have the ceremonies. We still have weddings, but people don't get married anymore. I mean, even the people in the wedding. The bride and the groom, we throw rice at them. We give them a certificate, but they don't get married. They move in together, they get the tax deduction, but they're not married. They're not joined together because the first little win, the first little storm, the first little problem, the first little weakness, the first little test, they are out of there. They have no root. They have no connectivity. They are not joined. They are not committed. They don't have it in their character to withstand anything. They are only there for convenience. And when they don't see the convenience of the connection, they forsake the responsibility and walk away from their commitment. We seldom see real church members. People, I've seen people come. If everybody who joined this church came one Sunday, it would kill us. You cannot have true relationship without reciprocity. You cannot get into a relationship to get and not give. And I want you to ask yourself, do you give as good as you get? Add up what you're getting and weigh it against what you're giving, and then you will know whether you're really joined to anything. Yeah, people to come to work, they take a job, they're not committed to the job, they want the check. They want the check. Well, everybody wants some money, baby. I'm gonna say it again, everybody wants some money, baby. I'm just here for the check. That's why it's not gonna work for you. You don't understand the reciprocity. Anybody wants some money, but if you're not willing to give at least as good as you get, it will not last, and that's why you can't stay anywhere or work for anybody because you've never had Levi. You may have had Reuben, you might have had Simeon, but you've never been joined to anything. So you've had, you collect anniversaries, you've got a lot of birthdays, you've got some plaques on the wall, but you've never been the person that you could be because the could be is locked up behind commitment, and until you're committed, you'll never get the could be. I'm glad the choir sung you're happy, so I don't have to worry about preaching you're happy. And that's what's going to make your death so sad. That's what's going to make it so sad, is that you never live first. You, you, you never fully engage. You never fully studied. You never fully invested in anything or anybody. You want to get something that you are not willing to give. You have never been joined. You just wore the dress, got the plaque, they threw the rice. You joined the church, you took the job, but you've never seen 
what you could be if you threw your whole self at your dream. You go to this church, but you're not joined. If you don't have reciprocity, you're not joined. If you're not really bought into it, if you don't really feel like it's my church, oh, I come here because I get a word, reciprocity. What do you give back for what you get? Without reciprocity, no relationship will ever reach its apex because you're not fully invested in anything you do. So you catch some crumbs that fall from the master's table, but you don't get the children's bread. You get the puppy dog blessing that comes from being in the right place at the right time because you are not joined into the connectivity that produces the real blessing of God in your life. And you're getting older. And you're running out of time and running out of excuses and running out of people to blame. Wonder what would have happened in school if you'd been committed. Wonder what would have happened in your marriage if you'd been committed. Wonder what would have happened in your church if you'd have really thrown your whole self. You've always been casual and never been committed. And some of the most casual people are talented people because talented people will lay on their talents and use their talent as a camouflage to cover up their lack of commitment and because you're talented enough to be able to float by on broken pieces you will fool an indiscriminate eye into thinking that you are committed you're not committed you're just talented You'll never know what you could have been if you would have really committed yourself. You're just talented enough to get over. And you faked them out. You've been at 30 or 60-fold when you were created to be a 100-fold person. I just think it would be terrible. I can't be committed to everything. I can't join everything. I can't be married to a thousand women. I can't work a thousand jobs. I can't join five churches because I take my commitment too seriously to spread it around loosely. Your life is a false advertisement four color, big, glossy ad. Promising product you don't carry in your inventory. You'd be shocked how many people sitting out there who can really sing, but they're unwilling to make the commitment to make the rehearsals and do what it takes to be up front. And so they sit there on their talent and they won't do for God what they are asking God to do for them. And they wonder why their plans are not answered. Touch three people and say, commitment, commitment, commitment. You take a half committed man 
and a half-committed trifling woman and put them together and they'll have some half-committed trifling kids and the whole house will be half-committed because children will be what they see. Stop fussing at your kids. They're a reflection of you. Your whole life is a facade. The whole thing is a fake. The whole thing is a front. Your whole life is a camouflage suit. And now you're getting older and you'll never get to see what you could have been because the cost of getting to see it is a commitment that you've never been willing to pay. You're trying to get somebody to fall in love with a you that you've never discovered yourself. You come to the altar and you raise your hand and you say, Lord, I give myself to you, but you don't. You walk down here and join the church and you say, now nah, I'm a member of the church, but you're not. You marry somebody and say, you can count on me. I'll be there through the thick and the thin for better, for worse, for richer and poor and sickness and hell. You didn't mean it. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. As always, big up. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and discipline, which we all know discipline is the foundation that inspires and motivates. I am your humble host. Well, your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, that just simply means Ed. Now. Pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan around here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have by Marley. Let's talk about those three impact secret values. Impact secret value number one. Commitment level commitment level impact secret value number two the one thing the one thing impact secret value number three reciprocity reciprocity today's episode is entitled what are you throwing at your dream again what are you throwing at your dream you ready to get in today's show i know i am let's go get it Welcome back, family. You know, I hope you enjoyed that clip by T.D. Jakes. It was amazing. It was outstanding. Okay, let me stop being so descriptive and, at you know, throwing all these different adjectives out here. But what I'm saying, it, it was amazing. And, and, and I really wasn't even going searching for that clip. You see, I wasn't searching for that clip because I was searching for something else uh, to talk about today. And I, I, I love how things work out. I love how God uses me in different ways because that was so impactful. I had to, that's probably, I think that's probably about my fourth or fifth time listening to it because as I was listening to it, I said, ooh, 
he talking to me. Was he talking to you, family? I, I felt he was talking to me. He being, I was talking about T.D. Jakes. He was talking to me because of the fact of, you know, there have been a lot of things that I've been interested in, but then I lacked the commitment. Yeah, it looked on the outside that I was extremely committed, but I really wasn't. You see, I, I, I remember when I wanted to uh, earn my own money and I went to my mother and I said, hey, mom, I, I want to earn my own money. Well, the little entrepreneur in me kicked in and this is when I went door to door asking people, can I rake their leaves? Now, I was this. This is the funny thing about it. See, a lot of times in life when we're not told we can't do something because my mother never told me, you know, no, you couldn't um, make any money or anything like that. I just took it upon myself. And, and I when I start looking back at those stories, I realized some of the things that trip a lot of us up when we when we start going through life, meaning that we we, we transition from that child mentality into adulthood. And what I notice is, is that a lot of times people tell us what we can't do or what we shouldn't be doing or or how we should be doing something. And my mother never gave me any directions on how I, I can earn money for myself. She said, you know, see if there were only thing she mentioned or recommended was saying, hey, look and see, you, you know, you're you're young. And I don't know, based on your age, if you'll be able to get a job just yet. So see if there's anything that you can do to, you know, find ways to earn money uh, and ethically, of course. And so. That's when my friend and I decided to go to where the college kids stayed at. And again, no one told us to go to where the college kids were at. No one said, hey, this is your marketing. You know, no one gave us the marketing blueprint of, hey, what to say and um, or the sales blueprint of what to say. Or even, you know, where people will be willing to give us money. No one no one showed us and told us that, hey, you may be rejected, but keep knocking on each door and keep going regardless of the rejections. Because you, as Mark Cuban has said, you only have to be right once. And we were right once. It was this guy. He said, hey, you can go. How much are you charging? And again, we didn't know the price, but after you do it, after we actually completed the job, we realized we, <laughs> we, we kind of undersold our services. So there were so many lessons caught up in there. You probably asking me, ED, where are you going with this? I'm so glad you asked. You see, I was so committed to earning additional money because of the fact of I, I got tired of asking my mother when a new game or uh, some sneakers or something like that that I wanted came out. I, I got tired of going to her or to my dad and asking for money. I wanted to create my own economics. And that has carried along through my life. And I, I look at just just how when you de make a decision to be committed, when you make a decision to really lock in and, and be and, and identify focus, there's nothing that can get in your way. And every time that I locked down and I committed, made a, a true commitment to ultimate focus, re 
and had that no matter what. See, family, once in a while or anytime you get a chance, you got to have that no matter what. That no matter what is going on around me, I'm still going to go step up and be committed. No matter what is going on inside of me of how I'm feeling today or what I'm thinking today, no matter what, I still need to stand and deliver. A lot of times, family, we get caught up and, you know, what we're seeing other people are doing or what the the results that they're achieving. I'm guilty of it just as you, because who doesn't want to live the good life? If they tell you they don't want to live the good life, then they're lying to you. And the good life, let me be clear, let's unpack that is saying that the good life is whatever you thought or whatever you designed in your mind that you thought would be a good life. So being having a good life may mean going to a, you know, having your own career in a field of your choice. Uh, having the good life is having a happy family, spouse, kids, whatever you identify with what the good life is. But I asked you and I, I challenge you of what is your commitment level? What is rooted in your commitment level? I heard this guy talking about something that was really amazing. He said, the test of your commitment level in a sense is really not, I think his name was Andy and I'm going to paraphrase here too. It, he was, he was saying in so many words of your commitment level is tested when you don't feel like doing something. And I think about, I think about when I ask you guys that question regarding losing weight, um, or and I think about it and I say, you know, sometimes we make things more complicated more than it has to be. Because what Andy was talking about of when you're tested, you're tested when you don't feel like doing you're not tested when you're in a good mood. When you feel like I mean, when you're excited about taking taking on the day. You're tested, uh, your commitment level is truly tested, and then it's identified what what type of root does it have? So going back to what I was saying regarding losing weight, when you made a decision that you want to lose weight, you don't have to read all of these books. You don't have to look at various videos except to complement what you're doing. And what I mean by that, if if you ask that simple question, hey, how do you lose weight? E easy. Well, you you probably stop eating the things that that will cause you to gain weight and you start eating a better lifestyle. You cut back your calories and drink more water or a more simplistic answer, cut back your calories and drink more water. Just like if, if someone was, and I, and I just start thinking about, it, I was like, wow, you know, we do truly complicate things. You, of course you, you would have to, you would have to expand upon that answer regarding losing weight. But what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get you to understand family is the fact that when you say, Hey, this is the, this is what I'm interested in and I'm going to test it out and see if it's a match. And then you find out, Hey, it really is a match. I really en en enjoy this. All right. Now let's now let's um, heighten the, the commitment level. The concern that I have sometimes, family, is is that we get so lost in the details that we we forget the fun, or we forget the why we're doing this, or we forget the whole uh, purpose we're fully invested in this thing. So that's why it's challenging a lot of times to start earlier.
because when I think about, you know, one of my one of the players that uh, NBA players that inspired me, you guys already know my uh, Mount Rushmore, I could say, of basketball players. Uh, but on that Mount Rushmore is Kobe Bryant. And what I the reason why I admire and inspire and, and inspired by Kobe. And it was something that uh, this this rapper name, uh, I think his name is Russ. I forgot his last name, but Russ, he had said that was so powerful. He said that the way that you honor a Kobe Bryant's legacy is not that you go out and buy jerseys and all this, all the, 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 the superficial things, how you honor his legacy is taking the mentality mentality and actually inputting it in your life and actually doing what he did. So if your if your craft was music, that you you work harder than your competition. But harder doesn't see. And a lot of times we get that twisted as well. We think if we work so extremely hard and exa- and exhaust ourselves that we're doing something. No, what I'm what I'm recommending is is that you literally take time to study your craft. You literally take time to invest in the thing that really can get you to that next level because there's various levels as we discussed. So when we talk about being committed, the commitment is a lifetime. And when, you know, I I know when they were talking about asking Kobe, he was like, so how long did you, you know, get up early and do all these things that you did in the hard work in your work ethic? He said, how long you do that? He said, I did it for 20 years. I wanted to be the greatest. And so that simplistic answer regarding if you want to be great at something it's the commitment that's required. And family, I, like I said, I'm guilty of it just like you because the challenges of, of doing it day in and day out and, and, and expecting and praying and hoping for, you know, for to see your hard work or see the efforts of your commitment pay off. Sometimes it's not visual. Sometimes it just doesn't show up like that. And I think sometimes, well, I don't think, I know that it's really a test. It's a test to see if you're going to just stop and turn back around. There have been a lot of lot of situations uh, or, or um, a lot of journeys I've been on in my life where, uh, especially when I decided to go back to school and the we I had made we had made a decision we being a friend of mine said yeah we're gonna go back to school or whatever and we're just like and so we we sat in our first uh, class and then you know start going through the program and he ended up dropping out of the program and he dropped out and I asked him I said so why did you drop he was like man all this paper writing and all these things he was like it's just not worth it and I said, ooh, he don't get it. Because it's never about the degree. It was never, for me, it was never about the degree. It was about the the decision that I had made that we had made collectively as friends to say, hey, man, listen, we're both going to go into this and we can help each other out because if we're, you know, basically we're taking the same course so we can, you know, you know, bounce things off each other if we don't understand or whatnot. 
And so to what I realize is, is the fact that when you make a decision that this is what you're going to do, go and do it. What it made me understand is also, again, like I always talk about is having the ability to, to, to pivot. But what you can't do is, is that you can't give in to what you're seeing in front of you. I tell you, family, every morning that when I wake up earlier than was intended to, it's a challenge. And if anybody is telling you that it's not, then they're lying to you. Because if you are, you know, used to getting up at a certain time, if you are used to, you know, um, not having to get up, work out, do all these other things, if that's not in, in your used to category, you're extremely uncomfortable every day. Every day, Monday, I should say Monday through Friday. And then when you decide to take it to the next level as his, uh, the trainer for Michael Phelps asked, hey, do you what are you doing on weekends? He's like, nothing. He said, well, do you mind working out on the weekends? Yeah. He said, well, we just got an advantage over the competition. And see, I know that's the next step for me, family. What is the next step for you? See, for me, I know I need to, to get up the same time that I'm getting up on during the weekday. But the concern, let's keep, I'll keep it a buck with you. The, the fear is more or less of saying, man, I'm going to be tired. And I don't want to be so tired. But and then also, I don't want to be a fool by saying, you know, because people will say, hey, I'll rest when I'm dead or I only need two or three hours of sleep. I know I need more than two hours or three hours of sleep. And in and, and, and actuality, doing that is not really good for your body. More and more studies are coming out for, you know, regarding that because you hurt yourself in the long run. And so I'm trying to find a, well, I'm working on finding a balance. What is a balance? And what does that look like? Because if I put so much into getting up early, you know, all the time, and not put and not take time to let my body rest and and let my mind rest in a sense so I can, you know, prepare and and and, and build up have an immune system and a mental system to fight whatever's you know coming up against me and whatever I'm going up against, I should say. So that's why I always I, I believe it's truly important to to figure out what's that next level for you. Like I just described mine. I know my next level is to go to wake up at the same time I'm waking up during the weekday be between three and four on Saturday and Sunday because that'll give me an edge to be able to put more content together. I know that I should be on this social media channel or that social media. Like these are the things I know. And so I ask you, what do you know that you should should be doing not what you think like what do you know you should be doing that you're not doing and why are you not doing them as we talked about your excuse may be extremely valid you may you the, the reason why may be so valid but it doesn't serve your purpose it doesn't serve your dream it has no impact on your dream so what are you really throwing at your dream to to be successful? What steps are you taking? What what things have you cut out? What things have you um, actually grown at throwing at your dream? Meaning that you have to make a decision, family. 
when you get it, have, have you ever been, <laughs> I remember I would always do this when I was little, even as an adult, you, you get ready to, you put your, your big toe or your foot in, in the pool. You're like, Ooh, this is cold. I don't know if I can, you know, maybe I'll just start putting a little bit in at a time and it keeps getting colder. And I, what I realize is that is really a metaphor for life. A lot of times we'll dip our big toe or our foot or we'll put half of our body in and it's it's uncomfortable instead of just jumping in and being on getting that uncomfortability out the way. Because if you realize once you jump in and you're immersed in it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel cold anymore. Because you adjust. Oh, I think I like that. I th- I'm going to bring that thing back. I like that. It's, see, a lot of times, family, we may put our big toe, our foot, or even half of our body into the thing. And what we realize is what you'll realize, though, if you just completely jump in all the way, your body and your mind will adjust and adapt to the current situation. So just imagine if you did that with your dream or you did that with your purpose or that thing really that you are going after. So it's really about continuously discipline. Like I always said at the top of the show, we talk about inspiration, we talk about motivation, but the foundation of being the best version of yourself is discipline. I don't care what it is. You have to be disciplined. You have to create habits and that's why I love this and I, and I love this thing called personal development because it's constantly, it's, it's a constant growth. It's nothing that uh, you're an expert in. There are no expert personal development, uh, and, you know, people out there. Because you're constantly learning because what may have worked for you a year ago, that may not be able to be applied. And during this time, you have to also think about the reciprocity that you create. See, for me, when I I, remember, I know when I like I'll go out to eat and um, when I've been out to eat, one of my new things now um, is I'll ask a waitress or waiter, what was your best tip today? And they may you know, they may throw a number out or whatever. And I remember I did this, this one time and I, I end up tipping more than what that person's uh, best tip was. And then they came back to me and was like, Oh, you didn't have to do that, but I'm so gracious. Do you want, they start offering me a lot of free things. And I'm not trying to, to tell you that to impress you, but to impress upon you, as Les Brown would say, is the fact that the I wasn't doing that for them. I was doing that because I made a commitment to myself of saying 2020, 2021 has been a challenging year for people of service and how can I ask someone to invest in me and I'm unwilling to invest in them 
How can I ask someone to sign up for my newsletter or sign up for a potential product that I have or a product that I have or a course that I have? And I'm unwilling to help people that are are, you know, doing their job extremely well. And, you know, and I don't give back because I'm like, well, you know. They they get paid for this. But if you really break down the structure and understand the structure behind it, that has nothing to do with they're getting paid. What has to do with is how is the service, even if it's whack, <laughs> I've even and and I only and, and, and again, I told you, I said, it's not about it's not about them. It's just not. It's about. My reciprocity to believe that. You have to be willing to give as much as you get. And I used to struggle with the giving part. And reason why, and it wasn't until in college it got broken because I had friends that were just like, hey man, um, and they brought it to my attention. And when they brought it to my attention, I was like, you know what, you're right. And since then, I've been just like, you know, somebody that, and you have to be careful with that too, family, because you can be, you can be someone that gives a lot and not see it in return. And you have to be astute and be a student of, and I know it's funny being a student of giving, but understanding that a lot of times you can't, I don't want to say a lot of times, don't allow yourself to be a doormat because of what you're giving, if that makes any sense. I hope it, I hope it is. But going back to the whole commitment piece, just think about the reciprocity of being committed to what you made a decision on. If you stop being a casual person when it comes to taking on what you did when you that you made the decision on how many decisions have you made and haven't followed through or started and stopped I know I know if if right now I could see you you would raise your hand if you were honest and not you know not afraid of of allegedly being judged but I'm not going to judge you because I've done it I probably will and, and, and that's why it's a work in progress. You continue to work on saying, OK, let me let me let me ride this thing out until I know that I've done everything possible. If you've done everything possible within with what you said you were going to do, if you said, hey, look, I'm creating a podcast show and I'm going to do I'm going to record. Five or, or seven days a week and you decide to take a day off. Only way that that is respectful is if you said, hey, at these certain number of episodes, I'm going to stop. So at 50 or 100, I'm done. Speaking of that, because for me, I'm going to at two, I'm trying to make a decision if we're going to do it at the 200 uh, mark or do everything together. Because what I would like to do is stop at 200 and when i say stop meaning take a week and get prepared for the uh, video piece that i'm going to be incorporating as well as updating the social media instagram mostly i'm just going to be working with instagram and youtube 
and really learn and hone those two platforms and start doing that, take that week to really focus on that and putting out, you know, putting out this content and previous episodes or, or whatnot. So I'm going back and forth with that because I really, but once I start, I want to make sure I can stay committed. So in order to be able to stay committed, I'm going to have to identify what does my timeline look like? Where, where are some gaps at? Because when you're, when you're moving like that family, you're trying to do all of this combined into one, you can be uh, like yesterday. I got caught up in the shiny syndrome almost again, almost bought something that I know wasn't going to add value. It sounded good at the time. And then I was like, we're not doing this. Let's stick to what we, what we were going to do. And, and, and that shiny syndrome, man, I, I don't know if it's just a, uh, and I hear a lot of entrepreneurs talk about, you know, the shiny syndrome, shiny object syndrome or, or whatnot. And I am guilty of it. If <laughs> you tell me there's a course out there that's going to help me to be better at this and doing this, I'm excited. And then you get into the course and it's garbage. It's at a high level and it's PowerPoints and you like, really? You mean I invested, you know, whatever that number is and you, you doing PowerPoints or you, you heard my rant on that. So I'll get away from that. But the point I'm trying to say is, is that when you really focus on one thing now, my thing, my thing, when I say focus on one thing, I mean it differently from what Gary Keller talked about in the one thing. My one thing is saying, okay, these are the three things that I'll focus on. Well, I'll share it with you guys now, family. I'm focused on um, project management because I still you know, love that and understanding. And there's a couple of certifications that I know I need to take. So focusing on those. And then number two is my, um, of, of course, is the show and producing this on the different various podcasts as well as on YouTube. And then a third component is my uh, affiliate affiliate marketing piece that I am working on, which is going to be part of a blog for conscious uh, business, which is going to also have a podcast associated with it. But in those three things, I understand, I think more of a waffle approach to what I'm doing. So if you ever seen a waffle or ever had a waffle, you know that the on the waffle, there's sort of like squares in a mint. So when I'm in that box of doing, let's say this show, I'm focused on that. I'm not thinking about project management. I'm not thinking about anything regarded about the affiliate marketing. When I get into the box of the affiliate marketing and and, and doing that, then I'm in that box. I'm focusing on that. And so to me, that's how I address the one thing or whatever I'm not doing. I'm not, I'm not wanting to do, okay, well, I'm in this box now and now I'm, I'm going between the boxes at the same time. No, I'll spend an hour working on this, take a quick five minute, five minute, 10 minute break, then come back and do either make a decision to say, okay, I want to do another hour here, or I'm going to go into my other box and, and work on that for a little bit. But the whole thing is I don't want to stretch myself 
so thin that I'm not fully invested and committed because what can happen is, is that in navigating through those boxes, you can not show one of the boxes enough tender care. I think I like that enough tender care and which will won't show up in your results. So what I'm what I'm challenging you is family, if you are deciding to take on various things, don't combine them all together, separate them in a, in a way where you're focusing, you're only in one box at a time and not just spread over all over the place. If you're focusing on one box at a time, getting that together, making sure everything is good. Boom. Then you're on to your next thing. But for me, this, this podcasting and YouTubing um, piece is a priority. So this is first. And then the other items are, you know, a second and third, really. Because for me, this is what I need to master. For me, this is a skill set I need to to hone. For me, I understand that the only way to get better at this, the only way to create better content to to bring in a more uh, bring in more uh, family members and and to grow the audience is to have the wherewithal to understand this is something I have to practice every day. No question. I have to read every day. No question. So when you get to that point, family, of knowing when you want to be the best on the earth, (laughs) this is the process. This is the commitment. This is where you put yourself out there where you have shows that are just so amazing and then you have shows that ah, they were okay and be fine with it because you understand that everything, it, I mean, this is a, a mathical, a mathical, this is a uh, equation. The more that I put out, the more that I experience this, the more that I learn and the more that I do the better I'm going to get. So family, I hope today I challenge you to be more committed to whatever the thing that you're going after, whatever that purpose dream is you're going after. Hope that you stop taking life so casualty, but still have a balance of what you're going after in in your personal life. And understanding the importance of focus, focusing on, as I described about the box on a waffle, jumping from box to box, but not jumping from box to box to wear yourself so thin where you lose momentum and focus and urgency on whatever your main thing is. Identify your main thing and making sure that the momentum and the traction doesn't get lost from your main thing. And most of all, don't don't fall for the shiny object syndrome family, because everything looks great until you try it on and then it loses its 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 uniqueness. A new car smells great when you first get in it. But after you've driven it for a week or more, that new car smell is gone. 
So do you have the courage through that boredom to continue to keep going? Listen, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I see I'm talking more than I I had signed up for. And what I mean by that is, is that I really enjoyed it. So I'm a, I'll cut it back a little bit, family. But I want the only reason why I go so long and so hard as far as, you know, the timing, because I really wanted these to be like 20 minutes so you can be a, you know, quick 20 minutes while you're working out or, you know, you're walking or something like that. But I just when I get behind this mic, I start thinking about about life. I start thinking about things I've been through. I start thinking about how. I can be a better uh, version of myself, how you can be a better version of yourself. And what are we waiting for? Because nobody is sitting there handing out better versions of yourself. We got to go and get it. We got to go be hungry enough to show up and show out. I have been your host for today of the Impact Secret Podcast show, E.D. And this has been another I feel like DJ Khaled. I want to say another one, so I won't. I'll just I'll just sign out. Peace.